We all spend a lot of time thinking and talking about how much you're going to enjoy the remodel you're planning when it's done. How to make the best choices for your home, your life, your budget, and your taste. How you'll love it when it's complete. But today, let's focus a little more on the near term. How can you plan a remodel you'll enjoy while it's happening? Because remodels take time. Depending on how you slice it, they can take months or years of your life. Why wouldn't you want that to be the best experience it can be? So today, let's get into it. My best advice for planning a remodel you'll enjoy while it's actually in process. Hey there. Welcome back to Mid-Mod Remodel. This is the show about updating MCM homes, helping you match a mid-century home to your modern life. I'm your host, Della Hansman, architect and mid-century ranch enthusiast. You're listening to episode 1401. So here's the thing. Remodeling is slow and filled with drywall dust and unexpected setbacks. Oh no, there's asbestos glue under your basement floor tile. Yikes, the GC just found out that the perfect tile, the linchpin of your bath update, is backordered in your color. Disaster. But it's also a time that can be filled with wonder and joy. You're going to become a mini expert on the process of remodeling on your home. You're going to develop a godlike power of constructing reality around yourself to make a perfect home out of the house you either just moved into or have been just existing in for years. And check a major American homeownership life stage off your bucket list. When it's done, the real fun begins. You live in your home, the house you dreamed about, took measurements in, assembled endless Pinterest boards for a master plan, maybe years in the making, becoming a reality. And three cheers for that. I can't wait to catch you on the flip side of the remodel and see how the pictures and turn out. But if you need a little more support to make your remodeling dreams into a reality, let's think about what goes on before you get to that point. All right. Here's uh, the boilerplate. You'll always find the show notes for these episodes at midmod-midwest.com, in this case, 1401. And any links I mention or other episodes I reference will show up there. But let's talk about the mindset of a successful remodel, a remodel you enjoy while it's happening. This can feel a little bit like the serenity prayer. You know, that thing, God grant me the power to recognize the things I can and can't control. I don't really know it. But here's the difference. You can control what happens up front. You can control your plan and you can choose your people. Then once you get into it, you kind of have to be willing to lean back and go with the flow. So I'm not going to tell you that this process is just about waking up every morning and reminding yourself how lucky you are to live in a time of airplanes and online ordering and nail guns instead of hammers. That's part of it. But enjoying your remodel can be just enjoying your remodel, and also it can be about setting yourself up for success. I do want to throw you back a couple of episodes to the one where we talked about how to make a remodel more expensive or less. You can make any remodel much more or less expensive with a few simple tricks. And I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that like most regular homeowners, certainly like myself, you will enjoy your remodel more if A, it costs less overall, and B, it costs something in line with what you expected it to cost. So, I want you to think about how you can control for those things, how you can affect the things that make you most happy or unhappy in a situation, but also at the same time balancing that against a flexible mindset, managing your own expectations. So let's talk about that because planning a remodel will, I should say, carrying out a remodel will take longer and cost more than you expect it to, than you hope it will. So it's great to set up an ideal timeline. It's great to have a very snug budget that 
covers exactly what you think is going to happen. But you also want to have contingency plans in place so you know what you're going to do if it takes longer than you hoped it will or costs more. To do this right, you're going to need to focus hard on the first and last steps of the master plan method. Setting your expectations is all about dreaming and then developing. In terms of dream, it's about figuring out what really matters at the start of the project. Not just that your house needs a refresh, but that it needs to be more spacious or more bright or more host friendly or to make more space for your family to reset themselves separately from each other. Whatever that thing is that matters the most, that's what's going to drive you into feeling great about the project when it's done. And that will pull you through like an invisible string through the process of all the inconvenience and confusion and stress that can happen in the middle, knowing that you've planned something that matters the most. And then you control it with the develop plays of the master plan process. This is where reality meets with your hopes and priorities. So it's all about returning to your initial desires and filtering them through the lens of what is plausible, what is possible. Now, I know you might think you'd be happy if you had everything in a remodel and the kitchen sink, but money doesn't buy happiness. Um, just watch Succession. Instead, think about what's really going to move the needle for you. And maybe it is the most beautiful finishes in a couple of key places. Or maybe it's outside space with your family and throwing everything else out in order to build the deck this year is the most important thing. To think about how to prioritize, you might like the metaphor I use in episode 1209. This goes back to planning your remodel like the last great vacation you enjoyed. I did this in May, and it's about thinking about the feeling that you want to get from your remodel. Now, shortly after that, I had a lovely four-day getaway with two friends in Chicago, which we packed to the max with sightseeing and long, long chats, and then a week where one of them came back to Wisconsin with me, and we worked together during the days on our own and then hung out mornings and evenings in each other's company. Such a gift. We only blocked off one day in that week, her birthday, as a no work, no commitments, no messages time. And we thought of what we wanted to do. We thought about jamming everything we could into that list, but she pointed out that what we really needed most in that moment was downtime together. We were both working pretty hard and just wanted a day to bask in each other's uninterrupted company. So in the end, we decided we had a loose list of things we might do, but we would literally jettison anything from the list in order to keep a chill feeling. Here's a list of things we did not do on our very pleasant, relaxing day together. We didn't run a few more errands. We didn't get any more snacks. We didn't make a birthday cake or buy one. We didn't go see the movie we'd planned to, go kayaking, or stop by a friend's house for a long catch-up. Instead, we took care of a few life-lightening tasks together, got bubble tea, drove to a state park, went swimming, lay on a beach, and read a book out loud. It was a pretty perfect day. And this is what happens when you know what you want and why, and then you make your choices that line up. So this is related to remodeling and thinking of what kind of remodel matches the life you're up for living while it's going on. You need to know yourself, perhaps know your partner or your family well here. Are you willing to live with some long-term chaos in order to DIY a project or a number of years or to stay in the house while the work is done? As we were talking about a couple episodes and how to control the cost of your remodel, sometimes that's the most cost-effective way to make things happen, to live in the house or to stretch out the time scale. But that might not be something that your family can tolerate. It might break an individual person's brain. No judgment. It's just not for everyone. So if what you need most is to go away on a long vacation and come back and find the floors are all refinished and the walls are all painted, then that's the kind of remodel you should be aiming for. And it is possible. 
You just need to know that's what you're going for and go for it. So thinking about how the style of remodel, not I mean the style of the look, but the arrangement of the remodel suits your life is really important to matching your experience to your expectations. It's also to enjoy it. It's important to be flexible. This is the let go of the things you can't control part. To keep your price right, it's important to be flexible, but it also helps to keep your emotional state right. Now, this is part of the benefit of having a master plan. When you have an overall vision, you can roll with the punches. When the price goes up, you have the information and the soul searching done in order to rapidly and smoothly reprioritize. When something else is possible, you can pull it from your overall list and bring it in at the last minute, or you can downgrade the quality of something you were looking at and upgrade the quality of another to make a balanced equation. Being well aware of your budget, sometimes a remodel is expensive and it can feel good to put off the day of reckoning. But in reality, even if you are not letting yourself feel consciously aware of what a remodel is costing, what it's adding up to as it goes, the chances are that feeling of uncertainty will grate on you. So the more you plan ahead and the more you can pre-price and track your spending as you go, the more confident and calm you and your partner will feel through the process. You do need to prepare yourself for some frustration. It's inevitable. Your remodel is going to have setbacks. It's going to cost more than you hoped it would, take longer than you hoped it would. Um, you're going to have to change horses in midstream at least once. But that doesn't mean your remodel has gone wrong. It doesn't mean you can't feel pretty good about it as it's going on and certainly when it's done. A couple of things you can do to work through setbacks are to gamify the process. You can make milestones you're looking forward to and do what you can personally to move towards them. If you're DIYing, you can put in a little extra effort to make it go faster, or you can just observe the process differently. You can make bets with yourself or your partner about how long little things will take and enjoy the process of winning or losing a bet, even if you win by guessing it's going to take three times as long as you hoped. You can also think about, here's that thing parents do when they're worried about something and they don't want their kids to be. Perhaps you do this for your kids, or perhaps you remember a parent doing it for you. You can be kind to yourself. You can parent yourself through the process. And here's how it goes. Instead of saying, oh my God, we are so late, you play the hurry up game where everyone runs from the room and gets what they need to leave the house as quickly as possible because now it's a race. Or we're not locked out of the house. We're going to play Explore the Yard. How many kinds of rocks can we collect until the locksmith arrives? Or we love that it's raining. Let's sing our favorite rain song. We definitely did not mean to bring an umbrella today because it's fun to get your hair wet in the rain. These kind of benevolent lies or misdirections can make a dire situation suddenly turn into an adventure. And it's really helpful if you can see the ups and downs of your own remodel as an adventure a temporary one, something you can remember as a funny story later, even if it's not terribly funny while it's happening. You might look back on some of your favorite childhood memories as something that your parents would recall as an oh shit time when they made a mistake or were rocked by life and circumstances beyond their control. Now as an adult, you've got the double vision to see both realities. So try to deconstruct that. Remodeling, even in the craziness, can be a fun game, can be the process of making those chaotic memories. And if nothing else, you can think of the remodel process as a sort of natural Goldilocks funnel effect. You are about to experience a lot of porridge that is too cold or too hot until you get to appreciate your new, just right life. 
What makes a remodel that people keep telling horror stories about, the regrettable kind of remodel, is when you let a series of repeated disappointments add up that you aren't able to easily pivot from, and then you continue to proceed in that direction based on the sunk cost fallacy that you ultimately will look back on with regret. When you know two months in that you can't get along with your contractor, it might be time to reevaluate and rehire. When you realize that your plans are out of alignment with what you actually want, hit pause. Jettison something. When you figure out that you cannot live in a house under construction with your partner and kids, adjust your plans. Find a new living situation. What I really want for you is the ability to make a detailed plan for your remodel that can also go with the flow so that when things go wrong, you can handle them calmly. Some of that calmness comes from your surroundings, comes from surrounding yourself with people who make you feel calm. That goes times 10 for your contractor and their team, not just because the right contractor and the right team will do a competent job and also be good communicators during the process, which lowers your stress, but because you'll enjoy their company while you hang out with them for longer than you probably hoped you would. Because they will like you in return, and your genuine, honest, human relationship that goes both ways will both help them keep you up to date and help them push their own boundaries a bit to get you through the process. My happiest design clients who loved their whole remodel processes tell me stories about how their contractor made friends with their kids in the house or made a personal pet out of their cat and brought them treats or just generally became a good friend of the family, someone who still comes by for a beer or a barbecue. Beyond that, it's also really important to have people around you that you can commiserate or blow off steam with that are not involved directly in your remodel, but are familiar with the remodel process. People who've either recently completed one and understand where you're coming from, or who are actually going through the same steps that you are. It's less great to complain to your friends who finished a remodel ages ago, or who've never planned one and don't really want to. People who don't really know what you're talking about. People who might feel envious because you had the gumption to pull a budget together and get started and they still haven't. All those folks are not going to be your best sounding board for the inevitable frustrations of this process. Do you know who is? your remod squad. If you don't know what a mid-mod remod squad is, check out episode 1105. The short, short version is a group of people who all like mid-century as much as you, who are actively in the process or actively interested in the process of planning a remodel, and who you can go through your steps with, ask for suggestions, share your experience so you can feel like an expert on days when you're not one, and generally just boost up your level of enthusiasm and encouragement to make good choices for your mid-century home. If you don't know how to start finding a Remod Squad, do check out episode 1105, but also think about just joining us inside of Ready to Remodel, which is a ready-made mid-mod Remod Squad. And in fact, we just kicked off another cohort of weekly calls starting last Monday, the Monday of this week. And if you missed it, you have not missed out on the experience. You can join Ready to Remodel at any time, and we would love to have you join this series of the next four weekly calls, and then stick with us through the rest of this year and the rest of your process to keep your sanity engaged while you plan and carry out your remodel. However you come about the process of making a master plan, you need to take a master plan approach to your planning before you start remodeling in order to actually enjoy the remodel while it's going on. You'll need to plan a remodel that suits your actual life stage and mental state, one that's going to be broken up into the right number of phases 
or knocked off in one fell swoop, one epic summer of chaos, so you can move on to other things in your life and get on with things. I want you to plan a remodel that has enough elements of pleasure to surprise and delight you, things you can point out as your favorite features proudly and smile about every morning over coffee, but one that doesn't put you in debt for years to come. And all of these are levers that you can pull with a master plan approach. The secrets to a stress-proof remodel are things that I teach inside of Ready to Remodel, our master plan design program, and in each of our design workshops, I'll walk you through the steps of planning and prioritizing so that you can address your own most important elements. I'll show you how to weigh the pros and cons and develop a master plan that works continuously for you. And I'll teach you my budgeting secrets, share my project tracking spreadsheet that you can use to fill in uh, and know and control your dollars from start to finish, and I'll be on hand for monthly mid-century office hours calls, or right now, weekly, where I can give you my best advice on solving a layout challenge, communicating with a contractor, or working around a supply chain issue. And you'll be surrounded by a cadre of other mid-century homeowners all working through the same steps, tackling the same projects, and feeling the same feelings you're feeling as you lead as you are in the middle of a mid-century remodel. So let's recap. You want to think about the remodeler's serenity prayer, what you can change and what you can't about a remodel. You want to set your own expectations for what you want and what matters most, and then focus on making those parts of the process happen. You want to make sure those expectations match your budget and your desired lifestyle during the remodel, or if not desired, then what you can actually tolerate. Plan a master plan that will allow you to be flexible, and as you execute it, keep a playful attitude. See if you can make fun of even the hardest days and situations. And in the end, be prepared to pivot and have people around you who are also prepared to encourage you to make the right choices. The right master plan process will lead to a remodel you can enjoy from start to finish. Now, remember, if you need help preparing that well-prioritized, beautifully flexible, and pivotable master plan, well, there are two ways you can work with MidMod Midwest. The first is you can take advantage of our program to support DIY master planning. Join the Ready to Remodel program, or just check out one of our super affordable, bite-sized weekend topic design clinics. Spend two hours this weekend watching a recording of one of our master classes where you can dig deeply into planning a mid-century kitchen upgrade, an owner suite improvement, or an exterior update. Or if you would rather have us do your homework for you, the second way we can help is to do a master plan on your behalf. We'll work with you to create a custom design for your project filled with all the information that you need from a new layout to the perfect mid-mod material choices that will help you enjoy the remodel to follow. You can find out how to work with us or find the transcript for this episode at midmod-midwest.com slash 1401. Tune in next week to learn why it can be an extra challenge to plan and lead a remodel as a woman and how to make that process go better. Uh, I will be referencing the Barbie movie, if you're curious. And spoiler alert, all of that advice is universally applicable. So, see you then. Have a great week, Mid-Mod Remodelers.